Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. I'm coming to you live from the Investor Summit on Sand in beautiful, sunny Belize. This is a once-year conference with some of the brightest minds I've met anywhere in the world. I make a point of taking 10 days out of every year to spend quality time with close to 300 of some of the brightest and best in the world. On today's show, we're looking at a question of whether value-add strategies can be effective in an environment of rising interest rates. This realization came from a discussion with Ken McElroy. He's a legendary investor and principal at the MC Companies. We went through a thought experiment about a simple value-add project that would be representative of a typical apartment turnaround project. Let's imagine for a moment that you bought an apartment project for $10 bucks, And let's imagine that the project, upon purchase, has a net operating income of $450,000 you decide that the property is charging a little bit below market rents and there's maybe opportunity to drive additional income and therefore additional value. So you decide you're going to add washers and dryers to the units, which will bring an additional $50 a month in rent. It'll require an investment of $2,000 per unit and you'll get a full payback of your $2,000 investment in about four years on a cash basis. But even more important, you'll bring an additional net income of $600 per unit per year. And if this is a 50-unit property, then you're adding $30,000 of net income per year. The incremental investment is going to be $100,000 to add all the washing machines and dryers to the 50 units. The question is, what is your property going to be worth after the improvements? Was the business plan to buy the property to begin with and then force appreciation by adding value with washers and dryers? Was that a good plan? The question can only be answered in the context of the environment. We happen to be in an inflationary environment that means expenses might be going up faster than rents in the short term. We know that interest rates are going up. So when you refinance the property, you want to make sure that the profit was not eroded too much by rising expenses. But we'll even leave that question aside. We'll make it a very simple example. The second question is that of cap rate. If you bought the property at a 4.5% cap rate, and you're counting on the market value for that yield being maintained, then the addition of the washers and dryers should add 667000 in value to the overall building. You would have invested 100000 in upgrades, and the value of the building would have grown by 667000 So net, you'd be ahead $567,300,000 investment. But what if there are fewer buyers for these assets in the future, and as interest rates rise, what if the cap rate starts to elongate? Is it conceivable that the market average for cap rate of properties like that could rise from 4.5% to 5%? That's not a huge stretch, and that's not a huge increase in cap rate. But just for fun, let's assume that the net income stays the same before and after adding the washers and dryers, except that you've added that $30,000 in new net income from the washers and dryers. So you started with $450,000 in net income, and you've added $30,000 from the washers and dryers for a total of $480,000 in net income. But now if your cap rate is 5% instead of the original 4.5% cap rate, that $480,000 stream of income is only worth $9.6 million which is less than your total investment of $10.1 million. The value of your property has declined half a million dollars from your purchase price instead of adding over half a million dollars above your initial investment. See, we're in an environment where investors that are paying too close to market cap rate on acquisition are at an extreme risk of finding themselves upside down. If the term on your loan is too short, you could face a situation where the bank might ask you to bring additional capital to the table just to maintain the loan ratios where your loan agreement states they must remain. For example, you might have a 75% loan-to-value ratio or maybe an 80% loan-to-value ratio. And if the value falls by half a million dollars, 
and it's time to renew your loan, they might need you to bring an additional half million in cash simply to maintain the loan in good standing. That could be the case even if you made every single loan payment on time. We saw many of these so-called maturity defaults in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis. Borrowers found themselves upside down, or in some cases, with too low an equity ratio, and the bank required additional equity to be injected on very short notice. The only safe investment to make in this environment, with rising interest rates and potentially rising cap rates, is one where there will be a significant spread between your yield on cost and the market cap rate. So, for example, let's imagine you bought that building at a 6% cap rate instead of 4.5, meaning you bought the building at a discount to the market. Market cap rates could increase from 4.5 to 5% and you're still in the money. You still have your head above water because you bought for a 6% cap rate and the market cap rate is still lower than what you paid. These market conditions are such that you have to be extremely careful and conservative in your underwriting. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.